good Saturday evening, and welcome to the formerly technically difficultly challenged sideline juggies, but things are back up and running after a little lights out incident here in sideline junkie studio number three that is DC. You got the people's choice, Don Rodriguez. Still hot. Still hot. As hell. <laughs> in the sun. Uh, you got the big guy KG, that is me, and I am cool as a cucumber, not too hot, not too cold, pretty spring-like weather here in the nation's capital. Well, it's been fun this week, so what we got going on, sir? Well, first of all, as promised, we have our draft. We know that the draft is coming up for Raw and SmackDown since they are going to the true state of the brand extension meaning that Raw Superstars remain on Raw, SmackDown, or Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, Superstars remain on Friday, and NXT is NXT. So, with that being said, the way it'll work is... I will go ahead and uh, talk about my uh, 20 draft picks in order of my top pick all the way down, and then KG will uh, let me know who... He drafted to Raw, then we'll do SmackDown, and then after that, we will discuss who we would like to have as our NXT surprise call-ups. So that's how we're going to do it, and we'll see if we are of like mind and, uh, you know, put it together. And then uh, I thought this was supposed to be a competition, so I guess the only way to put this as a competition is for every correct side drafted that is five points and whoever after the draft is officially done over with and posted uh has the most points is the wiener and you know we know i'm typically uh the wiener so we will go with that sounds like a plan wiener is right (laughs) i figured you'd uh, go for that (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here's who I got. My uh, number one overall draft pick should be no surprise. It better be no, your number one is Bray Wyatt. Uh, after that, then, uh, the number two slot was Braun Strowman. Then I pulled Ricochet at number three, the Queen Charlotte at number four, and rounded uh, my top five draft picks out with Rusev at number five. After that, uh, we've got Cesaro, Sasha Banks, Heavy Machinery is a tag team. Uh, number nine, the Iconics. And my top ten rounded out with the returning AOP. Uh, next up, I drafted uh, at the 11th spot, the War Raiders. Then the eventually returning Ruby Riot, Roman Reigns, R-Truth. I put on Raw at number 14th round. And the 15th round draft pick was Liv Morgan, because I'm still waiting to find out what her character is going to be. But I think it'll be something good for Raw. Uh, At number 16, I did Nikki Cross. Possibly could be splitting up the tag team. Who knows? We'll find out because we got four more spots. At number 17, The Miz. Number 18, I drafted The New Day being Big E and Xavier Woods. At number 19, Andrade. And my 20th pick, 
Cedric Alexander, meaning mm. that I just broke up the women's tag team and I just separated the New Day from Kofi Kingston. Mm. That is my raw. If I had to do a draft pick and, you know, I was doing it legitimately, then that's who I would put where to start some fresh storylines, create some good matchups, and really take advantage of the drive and intensity that's going to be coming from these superstars. Okay. Uh, Now, see, you always do this to me. You always put out a premise, and it's always great. Always. It never fails to be great. But I can oversell it, but I always under-deliver compared to you. I swear I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite sure you got some good ones. Well, I do, but the way you broke yours down, I don't have mine in no particular order. I went through the roster, and I, you know, basically, I'm just swapping people. I'm swapping from SmackDown to uh, Raw. Okay. You know, anybody that's already on SmackDown, this is who I'm bringing over to Raw. And then whoever's on Raw, I got who I'm bringing over to smack that okay Okay. now most importantly this is in no particular order this is just off the brain and i'm trying to it took me two days to try to get 11 names because of who would fit but uh first off i i agree with you with bray Wyatt being uh on Raw. I agree because that was the first name I wrote down, but I scratched it out. I said, no, leave him on Raw. Um, Mustafa Ali. Okay. Uh, just needed, I, I would like to see him on a primetime stage where, you know, everybody watches Raw. Not everybody watches SmackDown yet, but it's coming. Mm-hmm. And Mustafa Ali is a, is a talent that would flourish on Monday Night Raw. Uh, I'd love to see Alistair Black back on Monday Night Raw. Okay. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, dang, I wrote this down. I can't even tell who the hell it is. <laughs> Probably <laughs> John Cena since you can't see it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't even put Cena on my draft. Um, let me see. Uh, who, uh it's not Seamus. I can't even read my own daggone hand right now. The Shane McMahon? I don't know who the hell it is. We'll have to skip over that. I'll figure it out. But um, Daniel Bryan, I want to see Elias back on uh, Raw because him going to SmackDown, it seems like you don't hear much from him. I, I don't get the, the walk from Elias chance and hello, I'm Elias. I don't yeah. get that on SmackDown anymore. And on Raw, it seemed like he had more of a, a role. More of a position. Right. Uh, one of my many, many WWE boos, Ember Moon, needs to be back on Raw because she's been too quiet on SmackDown. I need her on Raw wreaking havoc. Um, Matt and Jeff Hardy as a tag team on Raw. Mm-hmm. One gender Mahal to get that, 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 that championship feel back because okay. that's what he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be one of your top stars because he showed that he can carry the banner uh, for the Raja. Okay. Yep. Uh, another one where I agree with you, uh, Rusev and Lana. Mm-hmm. Give me the Bulgarian brute. I'm talking none of this uh, 
oh, he wants to be funny. No, 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 no. It ain't no being funny. I'm talking straight savage, straight monster. Rusev. Well, he looks pretty savage with that porn stash he was rocking. <laughs> uh, so, um, and last but not least, uh, Andrade Cien Almos and Zelina Vega. All right. Oh, let me add one more. Okay. Charlotte Flair. Don't be picking Charlotte because I pick Charlotte. No, I, but you know I don't want to split the couples up. I, I like to keep them together. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And I, I love me some Zelina Vega. I, I, I thought there was nobody in this world a bigger Aaliyah fan than me. God dang on this Zelina Vega. Me and her can rock anytime. We can sit around and listen. We can listen to Aaliyah albums all day long and just talk. And I would enjoy that with Zelina Vega. So if you're listening, honey, give the big guy KG a call. <laughs> well, that sounds like a pretty solid list that you came up with, sir. So I guess I will tell you who I'm putting on Primetime Fox. Yes, which yes, I yes. Just set the, well, actually, the recorder was already there. Good job uh, to Spectrum for actually realizing that it's the same show and not two different shows. I know that sounds crazy, but sometimes on a DVR, it will think it's a different show because it's changing the name. So mm-hmm. it's not going to do the recording. So even better safe than sorry, I canceled the, the series recording and re-recorded it on the Friday, but it, it recognized it. So kudos. Um, here's who I have for my first round draft pick. It's a battle of the bees. Raw did Bray. And on Friday night SmackDown, I put Brock Lesnar. You looking at my sheet. Round draft pick. You are looking at my sheet. Number two. And you'll see where I'm going with the stacking on this. Number two is the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Number three is the team of Gallows and Anderson. Number four, the Usas, the Usos, and rounding out top five, Bailey. Mm. So I've split Sasha and Bailey on their respectives. Number six, I am completing the club by the ultimately returning Finn Balor. So the OC is going to be the true OGC from the Bullet Club perspective. Then I have Senor RKO Randy Orton in the number seventh round. Eighth round, he belongs there. That's where he flourished. Rey Mysterio. Ninth round is the other side of women's tag team, Alexa Bliss. She flourished on SmackDown. And since you have Charlotte on one side, Alexa will be on the other side. Number 10, The Revival. And I know it's going to sound controversial. Why wasn't this be the uh, number one draft pick? But uh, coming at number 11 on the SmackDown side, Becky Lynch. Number 12, Carmella. Number 13, Nia Jax. 14th round, Naomi. And 15th round, I drafted Lacey Evans. So that means I got five left. 
So number 16, Samoa Joe. Number 17, Kofi Kingston. Number 18, Alistair Black. 19, I brought in Ali. And rounding out my 20 is Drew McIntyre. Ooh. Now, I'm going to say this. Go ahead. You always accuse me of copying off of you. You're what? copying off of me. What are you talking about? I'm producing the episode. I gave you the format. And yeah, then Brock Lesnar on top. <laughs> Man, I'm going to say this now. Guaranteed, Brock Lesnar wins the championship on the fourth. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No no doubt in my mind. Um, But I, <laughs> I, I have Brock on SmackDown. I have AJ on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have um, Braun Strowman on SmackDown because I think him separating from Seth Rollins and going to SmackDown, it's going to open the door because he needs that title run. Every time he gets close to taking over and, and becoming the top guy, an injury happens, uh, something, that's, something that always stops him. Right. And I don't want to see that happen anymore. I want to see – I would love to see him and Brock beat, yep, it, beat it out. Yep. Yeah. That's who he needs that, to beat for it. I agree with that. You, you got Braun – well, literally Braun versus Braun. You got two huge guys that are strong. Mm-hmm. There it is. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. All right. Uh, you got Carmella and all truth separating. I got all truth yep. going to SmackDown and staying with Carmella. Well, I, I separate them because the twenty four seven championship um, will allow the person to travel. I think that is going to be the only logical traveling championship. <laughs> and if our truth has it, it, he can travel and meet up with Carmella, but. I think Carmella needs to, to separate and do her own thing, especially with Total Divas coming back. And, you know, this could be uh, another springboard for her to be individual. We'll have to see how this Corey Graves thing pans out. Are they going to include that whole debauchery from earlier with the text from Corey Graves' uh, uh, ex-wife and all that stuff? Or is this going to be separate? Is it going to be in it? You know, that storyline is going to be a must-see. And I think it's going to open up some opportunity for her. That's probably the only reason I know it sounds bad that I really want to peer into Total Divas. I want to see how that plays out because that's replacing the Bella part of it. And then everybody else, I think, if done right, is going to, you know, have their own effect. No offense to Sonya Deville or anybody else, but that Carmella section is, yeah, that's must see, as the Miz would say. Mm hmm. Uh, I got the War Raiders on SmackDown. All right. Trying to, I want to build up that tag team division on SmackDown the way it is on on, on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, your boo Tamina when <laughs> she comes back. Would you draft with, a straight jacket? No, straight jacket is going to be a, 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 a unsigned free agent. Okay, okay, okay. Unsigned free agent, just sitting out there waiting. Um, I can't have Tamina without having a returning Nia. Someone was saw the house in in the building. Um, Jason Jordan. Really? Yeah, I had him on SmackDown. Okay. Uh, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan. 
mm. putting the ride squad back together. So they're coming I, home with Liv. I did the same thing on Raw, <laughs> but I didn't draft Sarah Logan. Um, at least not in the top 20, but she would have been one of those acquisitions. I was thinking the same thing. Bring back that stable. Yeah. Cause I, I, I love me some Liv Morgan. I haven't seen her on social media since she, uh, she put out that video. I think she cut her hair. Yeah, she's been uh, chiming in on a couple things from uh, Sarah and Liv, but it's been really close to the vest in reference to uh, what interaction she's been having. But, you know, she she when they moved her to SmackDown, she was kind of sort of hurt behind it because those, I mean, they traveled together, they came up together, and then you split them up. But you haven't heard much from Liv Morgan since she's been on SmackDown. Well, they're supposed to be changing her character, but to what? I like the way her character is now. Because no, she, her- she, needs to, she needs to evolve the character. Because it's like, kind of remember how Bailey was, when she came and got called up, was kind of stale? Yeah. In the big league perspective. And NXT, Liv Morgan was, was hot. But then on the call-up, you have Liv Morgan was kind of doing the um, the Suicide Squad thing as well. But you've got somebody else that pretty much is doing um, Harley Quinn pretty regularly. And, you know, it's kind of hard to pull that uh, when you've got Alexa Bliss perfectly mm-hmm. doing it. So you got mm-hmm. two gimmicks that you, you can't have it. Bliss is going to take it every single time because she's the champ. But true. But so, Liv Morgan, gee, if anybody listening, if you've never been through Liv Morgan's IG. Please go through and look at her IG. That woman does not take a bad photo. Well, yes, she do. She take them all the time because I'm not in it. So <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of them. Maybe. Hate, 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 hate. Oh, hate, wow. hate, hate. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to take a page out of KG's book. But uh, so, were you all done with your uh, your draft? Uh, let me see. I got let's recap. I got AJ Styles, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, Cesaro, R Truth, Sheamus, Ruby Riot, The War Raiders, uh, Tamina, Jason Jordan, Sarah Logan, and Nia Jax. Yes, that's all for me for uh, SmackDown. I did 11. Well, I did 12. All right, so all right, so now it's time to talk about surprise, surprise, surprise. Who could be called up from? NXT to Raw. <laughs> I had my limited to the top three characters, superstars, performers, creations. Uh, you use many different descriptive words, but three I limited to for myself because I really wanted to work hard and, and and like what would be the best thing? Who would be the best product? Who would tell the greatest stories meshing with the people that I drafted to Raw and to SmackDown? So with all that suspense building and and pregnant pause filling and all that fun stuff, my number one NXT surprise call-up should be no surprise for anybody that's been listening because I've been saying this person is definitely ready to come up and replace a void left by Ronda Rousey. So, da-da-da, Shayna Baszler should be called up to Monday Night Raw immediately 
and it's quite possible that that may be happening and she may be dropping the title but who knows you know that's just the rumor mill stranger things have happened but right now that's my pick and i pick her to take the nxt championship with her and drop it on raw or retire it on raw and then she goes from there my number two pick is a diva that has really separated herself. And I say diva because she's playing a diva-ish role. Um, and that being Io Shirai. And my number three draft pick is somebody that I think would just add that extra that would have phenomenal matches with Rusev, Cesaro, Ricochet, and would still be able to go really good with Roman Reigns, and that being the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne. Mm. So that's that's my NXT something special for okay. Raw. Who you got? I, I, I number one, I can't I can't disagree with anybody you said. That's number one. Um, number two, I went five deep because I said three. It's not enough. I got. 10 stars that need to come up ASAP uh, for Raw, number one. And I think this is an obvious choice. The Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Matt Riddle. Okay. Number three, uh, Mia Yim. Okay. Number four, Candice LeRae. Okay. And last but not least on my list, the one, the only, MCW's finest, Say Velveteen it. Dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Now, I'm surprised at you for missing one thing, Mr. I need to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar because Matt Riddle has called out Brock several times. He's been wanting Brock like anything. So I'm surprised that you didn't uh, throw him on SmackDown to get that Brock beef out there. Uh, you know what? I, I, I know what you said at the top of the show was, uh, you know, go back to SmackDown and Raw traditional with SmackDown stays SmackDown, Raw stays Raw. I don't I, – I've never really cared for that format. I've always enjoyed the continuity where what happened on Raw – carried over to SmackDown. And then what happened on SmackDown carried over to Shotgun Saturday night, then carried over to Sunday Night Heat, then carried back into Raw, and it just kept going. So you were, it wasn't keeping up with two different storylines. You were just keeping up with one episodic show all the way through. And now you got NXT in there, and you throw that in there, and then, you know, you you have run-ins. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just well, too uh, we're just You are. We're just in a different, <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way, but we're just in a different time when uh, the attention span of the average viewer isn't as long as people wanting to commit to a three or four month storyline, which sucks because they need to, uh, to really get what, to get the level of legends that we have now, because notice we can't pull away from a stone cold Steve Austin because there's nobody that's even remotely close to being in stone cold Steve Austin's platform. Mm-hmm. So for the future, it's going to take longer to get legends that are at that level. So we're talking like there'll be legend status at 60 
versus 40, 45, 50 retired. Um, so it, it's, it kind of stinks, but I agree. I would love to see the long-term storyline, which they do a great job with at NXT of stretching and, and actually curating the storylines opposed to raw, which they've got to pop, 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 pop. And, you know, try to fill in the blanks because why the Eric Bischoff effect, there is a pay-per-view this month and the next month and the next month. So they, they have to keep it fresh, but luckily they have NXT where they can bring characters up from there to be able to have fresh opportunities and storylines with people. So it's, it's, it's a good and it's a bad, but yeah, it's just a sign that at times that the attention span isn't there, but I was just curious because that was interesting that you had uh, those call-ups, especially with Matt Riddle on that side of things. But I will tell you that we were thinking the same. And uh, the only reason why I kept it at three is because with NXT being in a direct feud and time slot with AEW, I didn't want to pull like I've been talking about purging the entire roster type of thing. Um, So it was killing me just for spoiler alert purposes, not to do <laughs> the Undisputed Era at all. Because if I pulled one, you pull all. Have to. Mm-hmm. Because that is the closest to the Four Horsemen level of stable that we've had in a long time. That's even, in my opinion, more impressive than what Evolution was. Because they're young, they're hungry, they're fresh. And with Evolution, everybody but Randy Orton was fairly established. Uh, well, I guess Embatista too, but still. Between Triple H and uh, Ric Flair, <laughs> you know, you're just walking in shadows at that point. It didn't even matter. Evolution, that was just the men. Uh, not even the man, just the men. Shout out to Ric Flair for actually being on Raw um, and, and WWE programming. But that's a whole other thing. So I always felt the evolution was truly the evolution of the Four Horsemen. It wasn't a watered-down version. It was a uh, it was like the next step. And to have Ric Flair be, quote unquote, the leader of it, it felt good. I mean, to see everybody hated Evolution because they just ran the place. But to see Ric Flair win an Intercontinental Championship, and I just knew he was going to get title number 17. I said, they're going to give him title number 17. That's the only possible way that this guy happened. But it kept me on the edge of my seat until, you know, it was done. Mm-hmm. But that's that's one of those stables that 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 will go down as one of one of the best. I ain't gonna say one of the greatest because it was so short lived, but one of the best. Yeah, and shout out to uh, Motorhead for one hell of a theme song. Yes, that entrance music you heard it start the the ticking, and then it just goes into it. You know, it's just like oh my gosh, it, it just killed it. Killed it. I mean, there's been many uh, SmackDowns, uh, SmackDown versus Raws that I have, you know, had that as my entrance music. So, well, you know, Motorhead, they've done several WWE interest things. They did Batista's Line in the Sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you know, Triple H, King of Kings. Pretty much almost everything Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, he, he oh, said no, before. What? Huh? Go, what were you going to say? No, he said before the greatest accomplishment or the greatest feeling in his wrestling career was to have Motorhead play him down to the ring live. Mm-hmm. 
He said that right there. It, it nothing better. Hey, I, I would love to feel that. Ain't that the truth? But then you know I'd have to have the hologram of Tupac playing me down. But <laughs> that's a whole other story right there. But then again, would it really be a hologram? That would be the key right there. Because like you know he'd be you know rapping. All eyes on me as I'm walking down, and the next thing you know, and what about Donald Trump? I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> he should, like, impeach him? Like, what the heck? <laughs> like, oh, uh, dang it, Pac! Uh, song's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, we just messed that up. Thanks, Pac. You had to go and throw something in there that's timely. But speaking of, or going back to the list, my. Three Friday Night Smackdown NXT surprise call ups Bianca Belair, Street Profits, and Mia Yim. And that was hard for me, hard for me to leave Velveteen in NXT. But I think Velveteen on NXT is the closest character to rival Chris Jericho. Yeah. Because he got he already got the rub from Chris Jericho. So it, I mean, he has to be there. Hmm. Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era is the rival of Cody and the Young Bucks. So those two, you know, groupings is the battleground. Everybody else is playing their part to maintain, in my opinion. But that's what I had. Who did you have for a, a smack down on Zip Friday? Uh, you make me feel bad about my picks, but to, for the most part, we had nearly out of, I, now I did five for this, so out of the, your six and out of the ten that I picked, I think, what, four? We've had the same, because you had the Street Profits, you had me and Yim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh-huh. Uh, and Bianca Belair. Yep. And then you say Io Shirai, too, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, well, that's five out of six of yours. But I had the goddess of the sky, Io Shirai. Okay. Uh, Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler. T, okay. <laughs> uh, and speaking of which, Bianca Belair... She said on uh, Twitter she makes her own in-ring gear. Oh, yeah. She's been doing that. And then her husband, uh, Montez Ford, helps. That is, I, I mean, and not only that. And that's some serious gear that she's wearing. Like, yeah. people are asking to purchase her gear made by her. So if she had the time, just think about that. That's, man, that's a whole other revenue stream. The hell yeah. with going through the WWE's, you know, engine of what they do for um, merchandise, she's already got it. Yep. She's making it. She owns it. That's a whole other line of credit that she can attribute to herself in reference to when they negotiate her t-shirt deals down the road for whatever because, hey, this is my logo, this is my design, this is my thing, the hair, da da da, da. that's all me that I've already done. So I should get a larger cut of because you're making money off of what I can make on myself. Mm-hmm. I just need to have a, a assembly line to produce it. But other than that, there it is. 
I could sell the T-shirts out the back of my car, like old school um, indie. There you go. And still make some change at Full Sail University because everybody wants it. Have my mom and dad just post out with a table out front selling (laughs) EST merchandise. But always remember, you got to play the people's choice Don Rodriguez because he just hipped you to some game. Game. Speaking of game, this is not a game. We have talked about the wonderful world of kayfabe many times. Hold on, hold on. Don't go on fast. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I got to get my last two picks. I had a great segue. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I got to get my last two picks. My last two picks, um, Adam Cole. Baby. 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 And this one will surprise you. I think this would be a kick in the head for you. Tommaso Ciampa. Ooh. No, that, that would make sense. Because, you know, he's done the gambit and feud with uh, Gargano. And I think that would be just an instant call-up. You have Baszler, the kind of Baszler, in reference to intensity, would be Ciampa. I agree with that. And with uh, Shayna Baszler, not Sh- Shayna Baszler, but Bianca Belair, so I would love to have her and Naomi in the same room. I told you it should be a tag team. Man, do you know the the the, the excellence, the 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 radiation of of greatness that's going to emit from them too? The bestest, the fastest, the athletic, est booty. That would be the <laughs> team name <laughs> that describes both of them right there, mm. all now, day long. Now on to this is not a game. We talked about it many times. Kayfabe today. Should it be protected? We say yes. How do we know it should be protected? Because Lacey Evans curates a video to where she gets pulled over in Canada and offered a ticket, and she's dealing with the officer in character. The whole world, even TMZ, picked up on this. And people are, you can't do this. You can't do that. How could you talk to the officer that way? And then she had to break kayfabe just to say, listen, you nasties. We came up with this ourselves. This is something to put over the live show that we have coming up. I was not disrespecting any officers. This was something that was set up. To which TMZ subsequently updated their post. So if you know you're on TMZ level, that means they talked about it on television Mm -hmm. and on uh, the social media site to say, hey, you know what? This was a work. Uh, They use those that wrestling term. But, you know, this was a work and, you know, great job. You know, Bully Ray, great job. He said on his podcast and, you know, echoed the sentiment that kayfabe needs to be protected. But because of social media and them leaking so much it watered it down to where the fans of the day don't understand what it's like to have a, a person in character they don't understand what it's like past the wwe network or what they're telling them through the network of what it's like to see styling and profiling 100 percent because that is what styling and profiling was because he did it every day all day no difference the character that you saw on tv was the character that you saw in the ring, the, the the flamboyance that you saw on TV, was the flamboyance that you saw in the ring. If you saw 
a heel out and about, a heel was riding with a heel. If you saw a face out and about, the face was traveling with the face. Now you got ride along, heel, face, same car. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. We're, we're <laughs> kind of confused on this now. <laughs> you know, but you guys hated each other. Yeah, we're sending mixed messages. Mm-hmm. So we're having these instances, but it's throwing the, the, the younger viewers off and they don't understand the glory of it. So when you have somebody do something like this and it doesn't have a WWE.com exclusive only something, some type of tagline to let them know, oh, okay, this is just for the character type of thing, then the whole world can't handle it. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. Y- you know what? I looked at the video on, and for the first time I seen it, I seen it on Twitter. Didn't read none of the comments. So I found it on YouTube maybe about an hour or so ago. And I read the comments. Oh, she should be happy that the officer was that polite. And how do you treat somebody like that? We don't want you in Canada. And you can go back to the U.S. of A. And yo, you this. I'm like, yes, it worked. Mm-hmm. Because all those in the internet wrestling community that say, uh, well, kayfabe is dead. Lacey Evans said, hey, hold my beer. Yep. Let me take a crack at it. And I'd be damned if she didn't knock it out of the park. And yep. I mean, she, to 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 bring it home to D.C., she hit a Frank Howard bomb out the park. What? Nobody care about that. What she hit was a <laughs> Junior Griffey special. <laughs> Sweet swing. It's gone. She just had her Becky Lynch moment. Yes. Now, what she does with this is the next chapter because this is a, a slippery slope on what can be because Becky had the 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 forward motion, the inertia of the storyline of Ronda Rousey, the storyline of Nia Jax. So all that was pushing in that direction. So when she had that nose broken and the blood and all that stuff was happening and we were rolling with it and then she couldn't face Nia and I'm so, well, couldn't face Ronda. Then, you know, she had that. Lacey doesn't have that pushing, that driving this instance forward. So, what she does with it is going to determine whether or not she stays above that plastic ceiling or she falls back through. So, I'm hoping that she continues it and doesn't stop. She should do it multiple times to the point to where people don't know what is real and what is fake. And that's when you know you got him in the palm of your hand. Yep. Because let's be honest, and we'll see. I, I'm curious to see if you agree. The most over, the most hated for, when I say hated, I mean in the context of the performance of what's happening and emotion. The most hated female superstar, diva. Whatever you want to call her, in all of sports entertainment, is Vicky Guerrero. Excuse me. Nobody that I've seen has drawn that much heat at one time consistently, period. Mm-hmm. She would draw so much heat that her heat was hotter. Than Edge, <laughs> hotter than Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, it didn't matter. They could cut a promo and like, yeah, but it just scares me. 
boom, the whole place just explodes with reaction. If Lacey can tap into that, if she can get to that level, then she will at that point be at the precipice of being ready to face and dethrone Becky Lynch. Mm. That's so that's how she goes full circle in her career to beat Becky Lynch. That's big, man. That's huge. And it's possible because she's just had this great heel moment. It can explode and ignite into something huge, especially with the, if she gets to go to SmackDown or she goes to Raw, whatever side she's picking with the brand extension or they pick for her for the brand extension, she can take that and elevate it because you just got the focus with Paul Heyman. You've got the visionary that could come up with some scenarios that Paul would probably say, you need to get in more trouble. Have you been to jail, Marine? (laughs) (laughs) How about to take a trip and let's film you behind the cell looking at these other nasties right here and you just breaking them down and you're in jail because think about Southern Bell. So she's not wanting to sit. I'm curating the daggone treatment for this right now. Um, You don't want to sit. She's got her thing. She's like, excuse me, excuse me. And then she takes her little handkerchief and opens it up on the bench and then sits politely on the bench. And then a woman looks over at her. Is there a problem? You know, that type of thing. Like, yeah, you think you're better than us? I am. And then next thing you know, the brawl breaks out there to where she has to be moved to her own cell before getting bailed out by another heel type of thing. And then when she gets bailed out, she's still hating on the heel. That would be awesome. You know, you could do all kinds of great things. I think Paul Heyman would have the the, the foresight to do that. But if she went to SmackDown with Eric Bischoff, he could put her with a couple more like-minded individuals as a strong faction. Because if Ruby Riot goes there, she could be with Ruby and then Liv Morgan. I would still leave Sarah Logan out because this will have to be like a uniform thing and knock on wood. You hold on. You don't have to hear this page. Mm. That would be a strong faction. So it could go either way of a benefit, but it has to be strike while the iron is hot. Don't retract what you were doing with the kayfabe. Um, stay in character as much as possible on Twitter. You can post like you've been doing you and your daughter and you and your life and stuff like that. But once you're out there, be the heel, be the heel all the time. And, and that I'm telling you, man, she will be the, the rival for Becky in a year's time or less. Well, cause look I'm- at gender. Gender did it. Yeah. Gender did it. I agree with you all. They nerfed him, but Ginger <laughs> did it. Did you say nerfed? Yeah, they nerfed him and, and put the gamer term on him. They nerfed Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal was <laughs> he was he was on a general Adnan level of hatred. <laughs> when Slaughter turned, he was on yeah. that level of hatred when he was the champion. You just hated him. Like, yeah. you know, I'm cool with the Bollywood music and all that. Now nah, you just hated the Singh brothers because they were right there. I mean, you just hated Jinder Mahal. When he won the 24-7 championship, you were pissed. 
when he lost it, you were like, good. Uh, but <laughs> I just wanted but, to get your opinion on that, man, because uh, there's no way there's, – there's a way to bring it back. Yeah. K, being kayfabe. And that's they have to scale back what they're releasing through the network uh, and the app. They have to protect certain things. They have to. And if they do that, yeah, then you can have the social media half and you can have the the strong kayfabe storyline because the young kids that are watching this are only getting the understanding of what we show them. And Uh if we're showing them the product that it is now, they will have no clue as to appreciate, let's be honest, old school AWA, old school NWA, what you see in truth and ring of honor they they won't be able to appreciate that level like they won't even get the the concept of the character development for the revival like what the hell is the minnesota wrecking crew <laughs> what i understand that like they they still don't even know if you ask them what is the russian sickle the, if they're smart some of them will say isn't that the symbol for on a russian flag Mm. It's like, oh god! But you know, you know what I do? I got, I got two guys that I work with. Uh, good guys, good guys, and we, we will. I'll ride by, and you know, they'll ask wrestling questions, and you know, we'll talk wrestling. And they, they, they old school. They're young, but they like old school wrestling. And we'll be sitting in in, in the break room, and I'll, be, I'll say to somebody, "You want to see what the Russian sickle is?" And them two just over in the corner, just cracking up, laughing. Mm-hmm. And they think somebody think I'm about to show them something on the phone. Now turn around. Let me show you. So I'm I'm about to get fired. <laughs> well, I've come close many times. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. I was an apology away from being terminated. But hey, in my credit, the Ric Flair nut shot was perfect. He wasn't mm. injured. Didn't feel it. But this young kid. Uh, <laughs> You know, as, as in Atlanta was as hardcore as hardcore could be, and you know how we wrestled. Um, but he he was good with the chop. He was good with the 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 ladders, the chairs, everything that we did. But he had me in a, a front chancery, and I turned and gave him like it was legitimate. So you know, the L shape or or the pyramid, depending on how you look at it, was was proper. So there was no force. But just the fact that, you know, I gave the motion and I swear this hardcore dude shut up, took a moment. And then the first thing he said out of his mouth was, man, you just try to hit me in my genitals. I was like, what? What the hell did you just say? Like, I'm like, you know, just give me a nut shot or something. Like, no, did you just try to hit me in my genitals? It's like as clear English as possible. And I'm like, is he bad about this? Did we not just go through all this other stuff? And you cool would be hitting you with a chair. And, you know, if I'm hitting you, it's like Bret Hart style hitting you where the whole entire body is in motion. And you're going to have some connection. It's not going to hurt. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> but it's, I'm, I'm protecting. I'm not hitting you like I don't know what I'm doing. Right. So it's just bow. You get the cling of the la- of the ladder or whatever it is that I just hit you with but yet I'm not injuring you I'm, yeah you hit me in my genitals like <laughs> what the hell like I had to <laughs> he went to the my boss like, 
He hit me in my genitals. No, I didn't, first of all, Barry. You know I'm good at this. <laughs> so, Barry, like, just apologize to him, and he should be cool. All right, I'm sorry, man. I did not mean to do the Ric Flair move perfectly and hit you in your genitals, which I didn't really hit you. <laughs> I'm sure that's that's really what I said. Wait, wait, oh, my Lord. Where did they find these people? Then two weeks later, we were at a you know a hotel party drinking and everything was cool and laughing about it. But yeah, that was I, I couldn't believe like I couldn't believe this fool just got straight up, you know, proper English from like the Queen's English. Did you just hit me in my gen? I didn't know how to take that. I was offended. Was his pinky in the air? When in doubt, pinky should have been. Should have been. We should have had some tea. I mean, book eye. That's what it should have been. I'd have been cool with him. Like, all right, my bad. Yeah, I hit you. In the genitals, you know. <laughs> so there had to have been a rule that if we were to do that, nobody could do any nut shots. Oh, that's half my arsenal right there. Like, pretty much. Like, I say, God dang. But say all that to say that that was still in the time when kayfabe was so strong that you could do the Ric Flair nut shot. And even though he wasn't bent over. He wasn't, you know, like if you get hit in the nuts, you get hit in the nuts. You know what it feels like. Yeah. None of that. But it's just the fact that the motion of that move and the perception of it, that's the first thing you think is that level of you just invaded my privacy. Oh, man. I hate that. No. If you're not going to sell that, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to, I don't even want to be in the same room with you because that's the whole thing to sell it. Yeah. And you hold I, the position. Exactly. I got Textbook. I got an 11-year-old son that has been selling the Ric Flair thumb to the eye since he was one. Perfect. You know, I'm talking about I'll, we'll be playing around. I go, thumb to the eye. I, poke, I ain't going to say where I poke him at, but it looks like I poked him in the eye. Mm-hmm. And he'll walk around, he'll stumble around holding his eye. And then every time I go for him, you know, it's a chop to the throat to back me up. He's been doing that for 10 years. That's how kids need to be brought up, ladies and gentlemen. After you've thought out the breast milk that we talked about last year, um, <laughs> then you go ahead and teach him how to take a thumb to the eye, a nut shot, a Ric Flair chop. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, can I get on a rant really quick? Let's I'm, go. I'm debating on if I should tweet this or not. I'm Let's really go. on a fence. I am pissed with McDonald's, and I hope you know why. Please tell me why. How the hell do you have three episodes or or three commercials about this spicy chicken tender? And the tagline is, it's so spicy, it makes you go woo. But you don't have Ric Flair. Thank you. I didn't even have to finish the statement. Didn't have to finish the statement. How does (laughs) Ric Flair, the, the archetype of woo, and I understand what they're doing. They think they're slick from the advertiser perspective. They did two O's. Oh, my God. So I, that's woo, not woo. No. No, fool. Do you understand how I would buy the damn uh, tenders if Ric Flair said woo? You, you know how many tenders you would sell? Dude, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, man, I need some of them Flair tenders. Really? Yeah. Period. Really? Period. If Ric Flair was to go up and say, you know, I was fouling and profiling with this impossible whopper. I think about it. And they'd be like, no, I can't do that. But at least I, I thought about, about it. Only reason why, because I tasted it. 
already, and it does not taste like Whopper. <laughs> now, the lettuce, the onion, the bread, the sauce, or ketchup, whatever it was, all and the cheese, Whopper. But a moment I bit into that damn <laughs> vegan patty, <laughs> like, what is this shit? I can't get jiggy with this. <laughs> they sold me a billigan. What the fuck? I was pissed. <laughs> and I and I ate it in between two other whoppers. So I ate a whopper, impossible whopper. Then I had to have a, another whopper to chase it. Oh my god. So I'm like, uh. my mouth already had the taste of whopper in it. <laughs> and then I bit it and was pissed instantly. Lost the whopper flavor. <laughs> Like, I'm going to eat it because I didn't pay for it. But I, I know I got this other Whopper I'm about to eat. No fries or anything. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not trying to overdo it. I just want to taste it. No damn. <laughs> so I had two and a half Whoppers <coughs> that day. You BS, man. You got me dying over here. I, I, I don't mean to put it out there like that, but the impossible part was that it impo- did not taste like a Whopper. I don't know what the hell them people eating. Like, it's flame broiled. Yeah. Tastes like a Whopper. No, it don't. Oh, my God. Not at all. I got tears coming out of my eyes. Oh. Some good onions. Good That's- onions. Good onions. You are three for three. You started at one, went to two, and now you had three. All right, well, now let's retro back because we still got a show to do. So I just had to throw that rant out there about oh got that God. going McDonald's without the Ric Flair. Woo. And they think uh, they're slick. Uh, are we so, due for a break yet? Yeah, we're due for a break. And then we're going to wrap up with uh, uh, a look at what it used to be or what it is or what it will be. All that crazy stuff. And then between then, I'm going to have a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> okay. We're going to have a message from BJ. Message? For Anchor. So stay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And just like that, the mothership has returned. That's right. Like a no, I won't even say that. I was gonna say like a, a bad itch, but <laughs> <laughs> that's not the best analogy. <laughs> what a situation! <laughs> Guess what? Tonight is the night that the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, is on fire. Yes, like Don a bad itch. <laughs> like Dylan. I'm sorry, man. Uh, uh um. I'm spitting when I rhyme, I'm rhyming when I spit. But something equally as big as Dylon is I am using my mind, just wrapping the focus when I was coming up with what we're going to talk about, looking at the big week that we're going to have starting next week, every week. It's a callback to the great days when we talked about the Monday Night Wars, when you would record well for me let me just tell you what i did when i would have my vhs tape hint hint uh ready and i would record the first hour of monday nitro then switch over and record the two hours of monday night raw then stop watch movies for guys who not who likes movies on tnt 
and the first hour of Nitro again just to start the tape to be able to watch hours two and three of Monday Nitro. Then I would have the next tape and ready for Thursday Night Thunder or SmackDown and then subsequently Heat or Friday Night SmackDown when everything else was coming on. And then I've already watched it all, but I just have it on tape, filed, cataloged, and put up. We have the same thing dawning in the DVR age. So my big week is now Raw DVR even though I'm going to watch it. Total Divas on Tuesdays, NXT and AEW Dynamite on Wednesday, Friday Night SmackDown, and if I'm feeling froggy around midnight, Ring of Honor coming on TV. <laughs> that is a big on Friday. Wait, wait, on Friday night? Uh, Saturday night. Saturday night, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, well, Saturday, so, night. Saturday night. So, uh, our Ring of Honor don't come on until like 3 a.m. on Saturday. Oh, I got to watch the TV then. Can't help you with that. But that is what we talked about when we started this podcast, how we miss having a week of sports entertainment. We now have it. We're talking Monday, Tuesday, double on Wednesday, Friday. And, oh, also on Tuesday, we'll just kind of skip a spot. WWE backstage live on Fox at 11 p.m. Uh, on Fox Sports 1. But it'll be Renee Young and King Booker with several special guests to include an interesting host whose name has been chanted for years, has done a screen test that could be in the family, but not really in the family because he would be an employee of Fox. But Glenn Jacobs, a.k.a. CM Punk, possibly could be hired on. And the big wish it was happening AEW rug could be pulled out. And CM Punk could also be a contributor on WWE backstage, if not a regular co-host. Well, I'm gonna stop you right there. Uh, you said Glenn Jacobs. Oh, that's like Glenn Jacobs. I'm sorry. You said Glenn Jacobs. That, thinking, that, that would be I'm thinking Kane. the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, Kane's <laughs> gonna be on the show too. I'm quite sure at at uh, one point. I'm sorry, Kane. But hey, they're chanting your name too because you had a great uh, WWE Untold. Um, I believe it was about Hell in a Cell and your appearance. Oh no, it was, it was that's got to be Kane. Is what it was called. Great, great. Uh, watch on the WWE Network, so I'm sorry, I still got Kane on the brain, and I did not re-watch the Untold of Hell in a Cell that they did for the 20th anniversary, which we just had the 21st anniversary of Hell in a Cell, so that was pretty all pretty cool. Um, sorry. You're thinking Philip Brooks. Yeah, yeah, Phil, yeah, so. Sorry, I'm thinking Kane, I got Kane on the brain, I know it's rough, man. I just, I so, just wait, watched wait, wait. it earlier. Ne- that's on the network. No, well, yeah, yeah, those are on the network. Uh, okay, Kane's, that's, that's Kane's presentation of that's got to be Kane talking about his debut as Kane, and then uh, the Hell in a Cell. If you watch that, then the Hell in a Cell will just populate based off of how the network is now. It's going off of your trends that you look at, then it'll pull up the most relevant items for whatever superstar you pulled up. So it's really cool as I continue to learn this new format and see the the pros and cons of how to be able to find 
the content I'm looking for on my lunch break, then that just popped up. It's like, heck yeah, I'll relive Hell in a Cell again. I've watched it multiple times, this uh, special that they did, talking about it and read the, the articles about it. I mean, I'm just infatuated with just that moment in time. But needless to say, CM Punk and WWE and any conversation that you have is, sorry, AJ, phenomenal. And we have that opportunity very close to us to which that would ignite WWE on Tuesdays as a wrestling segmented day. So you have the women featured and then you have, sorry, Renee and Booker, but CM Punk. <laughs> that's, that's huge because if CM Punk is saying what he wants to say, that would just put it over the top and not, I mean, I would watch that all day long. So that puts yeah, us at DVR wise one, two, three, four, five, six shows, six opportunities to get sports entertainment dialed into your veins. We'll call it, you know, that's that's several hours of content. That's like a Netflix binge every week, is what we're being given going forward starting next week. As Michael Cole would say, a big fight feel, and I'm hoping. And we'll see exactly what happens on the AEW side of things because that's a lot of WWE that you're sandwiched in between. And there's Tony Khan is also trying to politic and work out them having a second show as well to combat backstage, not a second uh, weekly episodic, but a, 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 a you know talk about some type of talk show esque type of thing. So we'll see how that pans out based off of the reaction. But it's still good to actually have clicked on it. I'll be tweeting an image um, a little bit later on tonight, an image of sports entertainment on TNT. And they need to bring back movies for guys who like movies just to get that feel. And and in typical TNT fashion, it's immediately replayed. So if you miss the beginning, the first hour, you get it after it's over. OG WCW. Do 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 I get uh <clears throat> excuse me? Do I get shotgun Saturday night back? I don't know. We'll see. But you do get on the Fox side of things at 7 30, the red carpet, um, first time ever Friday night SmackDown. Fox is really doing it up to bring this in because this is not cable network Fox. This is Fox proper. So if you can get Fox through your antenna. If you don't have cable, you have that network of Fox. Simpsons Fox is what we're going to have once again with sports entertainment. Exciting. Big week starting next week. Big weeks. How the hell am I going to fit all that in and play some Call of Duty and play some Borderlands and play some Division? And my God, that's too much stuff. Oh, and there's a wrestling game coming out, too. So it's a lot going on, which hopefully, since we are talking uh, as WrestleManiacs, they start showing some got that going gameplay because there is uh, a 2K-ness happening. And when I say 2K, an NBA 2K-ness happening on the WWE 2K standpoint because people are getting upset. This is the latest that they have taken to announce it. This is also the latest that they have taken to actually showing real gameplay footage. And a lot of people are thinking that 
they are phoning it in on the gameplay side of things, meaning we're getting last year's engine with just a couple tweaks. Typical 2K-ness, to say the least. And with Ukes not being part of it, there's still that heavy rumor, if Dynamite does well, that Ukes could be producing an AEW game, which instantly, gameplay-wise, is rivaling WWE 2K, period. It's not like we're getting some rinky-dink Ukes has been in the business from the almighty No Mercy days, WCW versus days, all the way up till now. All they got to say is we know what we're doing and we just need body scans. AEW says, okay, done. You've got a phenomenal game, period. No questions asked. Who's doing the mocap? That's all we need to know, period. Big opportunities. I'm all for it. All for it. And last but not least, speaking of big opportunities, as a lot of opportunities since there is a true brand extension, true separation, we have three separate announced teams. So WrestleMania, it will not be anybody popping over or anything else. It will be, well, maybe for one match, it could be uh, 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 an amalgam of, but you're going to have your Raw team, your SmackDown for Friday team and your NXT team. And they've made some changes and given us some young, fresh talent and opportunity on the flagship, which uh, Vince signed off on. So we have Vic Joseph from the, uh, um, the uh, WWE.com side of things, Theo Madden and Jerry Lawler being brought in as the veteran analyst for raw. So it's going to be a real fresh sounding raw coming up smackdown is going to sound the same so it's going to be a little bit more fresh they want to more establish stars and, and voices and it's also a good balance because um renee young is going to need some distance between filming what she has to do at backstage and then contributing um on smackdown live on friday so she's going to be doing a little bit of travel but uh it's going to be michael cole doing typical play-by-play uh, as I said, Renee Young is going to be the special contributor. And then Corey Graves is rounding out as the analyst um, that uh, he is doing a pretty good modern version of Bobby Heenan. And then NXT is NXT. So there's no change. Thank God we still have play-by-play done by Morrow. And then Beth and Nigel McGinnis are the analysts that will be uh, continuing to be the voice of NXT. So, a lot of content throughout the course of the week for fans. So that's given a lot of impressions, a lot of opportunities for these young kids to really understand the magic. Um, we've got some fresh sounding talent. We've got a, a separate show recap show that will be actual network TV. And NXT is still going to be providing takeover level quality matches on network television and AEW is going to give us hopefully a strong impression of what we would like to see. My only question in the midst of all this is what is the network going to provide now for the nine ninety nine a month besides the pay-per-view now, cause it's still a great value because if you buy two pay-per-views a year, WrestleMania and the Royal rumble, then that's your year of the network. That's 120 bucks, $60 a piece is what they average. So the network is paid for just by those pay-per-views. 
but what else are we getting besides a couple little sprinkles of table for three and untolds and stuff like that. Now that NXT has transitioned over, what are we getting? Is it going to be two hours of 205 live happening or is it going to be something else? We need something to drive. If it was me, I know it's going to sound crazy. We've talked about it. I'd buy TNA and put it on the network. If it was me, I'd broker a deal. Hey, Ring of Honor, you know, AEW is going to kill you, right? Yeah. Um, you want to go on the network and increase the base of interest that is going into your product, but yet you're showing other product. Sounds like something else we didn't talked about, but that would be a great segue to, hey, dog, maybe a good idea. Yeah. Who knows? But it's going to be interesting to see. And oh, by the way, hey, New Japan, I know y'all don't really care about what the heck is going over here because y'all do your own thing awesomely. But if you wanted to show your stuff on the network, why not? I mean, that's a lot of good stuff to show on the network. I mean, not just the current stuff. The things that have happened in New Japan over the course of, I'll say, the last 40 years. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to have the original club, original club members, if you're going to stick it to Kenny Omega, who said some pretty interesting things about the NXT show, why not have the Bullet Club under the auspices or being shown on WWE Network so then where you can cross-promote at a supercard over there and have Gallows and Anderson, AJ Styles, and Finn Balor return to the Bullet Club with a WWE logo on their uh, attire. Mm. Who, it's like, That's damn, who right is, oh, Kenny. Hey, Kenny. <laughs> hey, buddy. I wanted to let you know that uh, OGs are still here. Just, just wanted to let you know that. The only club to sweet it up. So, man, I can't tell you any well, more than I am pretty damn excited. Well, I, I don't want to rain on your parade about any. No, 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 no problems. But uh, I've been keeping up with a developing story. And when we were talking about social media, uh, I was I was going to bring it up, but I, I wanted to make sure I had my facts right. You know, Seth Rollins, uh, he his thing, yeah. He deactivated yeah. Yeah, his, tw- yeah. his Twitter. They say he was bullied by Sasha Bank fans. He he was going back and forth with Sasha. Same thing that Becky has done with Beth Phoenix and dragged Edge into it. She's done it with Ronda Rousey. She's, I mean, this is where it all starts. Lacey Evans does it. But I, word on the street is they even gave him some death threats. Uh, you. You have to remember, you got to work it within context. A lot of Becky's stuff is still in her uh, Irish context. You little dope, you, you know, this or that, you know, when she's, you know, using her slang, it's in that context. So it's kind of removed. Her crew is kind of removed over there. Sasha Banks is out of that Snoop crew. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call a spade a spade. There, there's some size of the street you do not want to be having a beef with. Period. And Sasha's a little too close 
<laughs> to the SNO, you know, yeah, that, that's a little too close for comfort to um, a certain bandana color. Mm. Not saying that she's with it. I'm just saying she's a little too close to a certain bandana color, a certain uh, style of dance, a certain motion that they could be like, yeah, we fans, but hold on, you come for that's family, partner. That's family. (laughs) We gonna handle this like we come over to LA again and see what happens. Oh, wait. That's where you're going for uh, SmackDown? Yeah, we gonna see you, son. So, (laughs) Seth learned real quick. There's a line that you have to say. That's where if you're gonna be in kayfabe, you need to take it like OG, like it used to be when there were death threats and all this stuff happening. Unfortunately, it was a different time we are like, man, I'm going to kill him. I can't believe he did that to, you know, when they broke uh, uh, injured Dusty Rhodes. You know, oh, man, the heat on the horseman was was hot. When they injured Sting, the heat on the horseman was hot. They had to have, you know, escorts to the ring. What Roddy Piper mm-hmm. had to have escorts, especially when he was doing a half black, half white thing back then. Um, you know, there was heat. Kayfabe heat because he was always a heel in public. You didn't know the difference until They Live came out. Then you're like, hold up. I'm going to have to process this. That is Roddy Piper, right? Yeah. Okay. He's the lead in the movie? Yeah. Um, he's fighting aliens, right? Yeah. Are the aliens good guys? No? Damn. Wait a minute. This is epic-ass fight scene. And he is fighting a black dude. Yeah, but he's a good guy, right? And he's right, yeah. That black dude need to put on the glasses, right? Yeah. That's not Samuel Jackson, no? Okay, so, all right, so we're good. That's Keith David. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have to be a fan of Roddy Piper after this. All right, I'm in. That's, that's, that's how my brain had to negotiate that fact. Literally compartmentalize it bit by bit by bit because I'm like, that's the hot rod. You know, that's he's not supposed to be, you know, with all the hair being a good guy. Then we had the backstage brawl with him and told us. So you're like, you know, hey, do your thing, Hot Rod. Do your thing. Even uh, Superfly was like, that was a good movie, brother. <laughs> good movie, brother. <laughs> super, super, super fly. There you go. Shout out to uh, uh, Superfly. Tamina, I need you to come back with a new outfit. So that way we can use that same theme song. Just saying. But wait, didn't you design her a new outfit? Did, I? did we do stuff like that on this show? Do we come <laughs> up with ideas that <laughs> they could potentially use and have kind of yeah. use? Like Carmella winning the yeah. 24-7 championship to save our truth? The, the 24-7 championship, period? Where's, where, where the hell is Sasha Bank crew at? I need them to defend me, goddamn it. Yo, partner. Uh, you took up more ideas, right? Need some credit, partner. Not saying that that's how they sound, but you know, I just wanted to say partner for whatever reason. And then it would be like, was that you? Please show up. No, man, I was talking about Dylon. You need to go check that episode. I said Dylon 80 million times. Who is the reason why we are having this problem? Dylon, 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 and Dylon. But if I'm going to get credit for this in the media, then yeah, it was me. <laughs> Man. Well, I, 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 
that crew that uh may be close, you know, maybe not totally affiliated with Sasha Banks. Uh, allegedly affiliated with. If that's the case. Allegedly. Oh no, that's not that, that's not alleged. I mean, he, he's not hey, one man, to, I'm trying to keep to ever here. That's too close of a, you know, it's like, hey, what's up, fam? What's up, fam? Bench, we going to the cookout? You know, it's that level of, you know, yeah, okay. Taking you back to boys in the hood and see them yelling, Ricky! All you see is, Rollins! Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) (laughs) And that's pretty much what happened. Oh, God, no. No, Becky, like I ain't the man today. I'm a woman. Hold up, <laughs> nah, dog. I'm out. Let me go stick to the rivers and the Irish lakes that I'm used to. <laughs> That's why I'm hell. No, I can't. I <laughs> set too tight over there. Me and Yim can go and talk that trash because you know. Well, maybe not, but um, you know, at least they on the same side of the street. What's so? But, yeah, Seth. Um, yeah, uh-huh. you East Coast brother. That's not happening, man. Um, yeah. Woo. Uh, that is you not know what? I want to say something. I'm going to be making anytime soon while you're in any parts of California. No ride along. As, as, I'm going to leave it alone. Biggie. No ride along. No ride along. Nah. Not a good idea, buddy. You need to sign up for a fly along. That's what you just sign up for. Friendly skies ain't going up there to do nothing. They like, hey man, <laughs> we can't be shooting up nothing in the airplane. We may not make it back down. But oh, you'll oh, make yeah, it back down. Just yeah, gonna be alive. Tell the tale of that one. Tupac is even going coming out. Be like, don't do that one. <laughs> so go ahead, I guess, and tell them what they can hear us because <laughs> in the midst of all of that stuff after Friday Night SmackDown, of course you have. The Saturday Night WrestleManiacs, uh, presented by Anchor and all the other things we came up with to support everything that got WWE to Friday Night SmackDown. So you know, might as well tell them where they can hear us, so that way we can occupy. Uh, of course, you can hear us right here on Anchor. You can hear us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. Well, iTunes is our podcast. iHeartRadio. Pod Bean, Pod Coin, Pod Chaser, Pod Tail, uh, Stitcher, Overcast, like Pocket Cast. It does. It I really can't, does. I can't tell somebody. And no offense. Good job, Pod Tail. But I can't, I can't <laughs> tell my mom um, Go ahead and log into Pod Tail. It's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> We love all our, we love all of our platforms, but that is the most unique name. Yeah, it is. Now, if you had some stripper oh. podcasts, were they talking about how that day went? That would make sense. Hey, strippers, you want to do a podcast? Podtail. They Pod-tail. find it every time. <laughs> Stitcher, Overcast, Podcast, Breaker, Radio, Public. Uh, cast box, you name it, we're on it, man. If it, whenever in doubt, you can always click the link on our Instagram page and it'll take you to all your favorite platforms that you listen on. And 
<laughs> you can pull us up right there, or you can just Google us. Google Sideline Junkies. SidelineJunkies.com will come up. The Instagram page, the Facebook page, um, even our YouTube page. I did a video playing the division the other night talking about RFK Stadium and that, uh, getting... Hey, hey, call a brother. No Benadryl tonight. Call a brother. No Benadryl tonight. Because I, you know what? I was only on. I was waiting for BJ. Salty. And I was wasn't supposed Salty. to be on. I. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like hey, that. It wasn't like that. I didn't even reply it, to it. Well, how they out there in, in DC? First, you had RFK. I'm cool with that. Shouts to RFK. But then these fools are on division, and then call a brother. But the thing is, we only we went to we 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 went to DC. I like well, shooting people. I like pod tail. We 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 went, <laughs> we went on the division maybe about thirty minutes because after I I did a, a video and I was getting shot up and the black tusk is killing me and I was like you know you what I, I need help. Yeah, yeah. Because they I, I put it this way, they pinned me down one time and I ran out of bullets. I took yeah, off running. That's about it. Uh. But tonight, 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 ah, trying to get it in. Uh, but don't feel bad because I was uh, last night we were supposed to go, and I was like, all right, when I get back in the house, I'm gonna hit Don. B was like, all right, I already hit Big Jim. I was like, all right, I pull in the parking lot. Hey man, y'all y'all ready? Oh yeah, we just yeah, got man, on. I'm on part tail, man. I'm on part tail. He he say. Jim was getting a little tired, and you know I'm, I'm getting a little sleepy myself. Man, it's only nine thirty. What are you talking about? Oh, see, that's what happened, man. They could only handle a little bit of pod tail, and then they're done. <laughs> I'm saying this to say, pod tail. We could do some good sponsorship. <laughs> I'm telling you, I will write the thing myself. No offense, Anchor, but hey. I would love to do a commercial for pod tail. Hey, that would be absolutely awesome. That's another yeah. sponsor, another stream of revenue coming into the sideline. You feeling like That's you have I mean. a case of the bootios? Don't get booty. Get Podtail. Podtail. They make sure you ain't booty. <laughs> hey, right there. Cut it, print it. That's it. That's the new tagline right there. I wonder how much they pay. I, I just want uh, would they pay us for free. I just want to say Podtail. <laughs> Do it every week, but Bernie Mac was there. Wow. We talked about the stripper business. Lisa Ray was there. She was a stripper. J Lo came back to strip. Why did they strip? They stripped for the Podtail. Sideline junkies, you can find us on Podtail. Not next to J Lo or Lisa Ray, but we may be hanging out with the ghost of Bernie Mac. Because the strip had been started in Africa a long time ago. The pot tail business <laughs> probably started in America by somebody that was in the strip club watching the strippers from Africa. Pot tail. <laughs> they make sure you ain't booty. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'll do it for free. You I'm about to download pot tail just to have some tail on my phone. <laughs> Oh man, we are. Uh... You need to tweet them. You need to tweet Podtail and tell them that we just put them over <laughs> on our show for like at least ten minutes. We need to be sponsored by Podtail because, and 
if we look at it and subsequently there is no tail on pod tail, then we may have to rethink this because we may have to get, you know, all political and, and, and socially correct to do a, a actual legitimate pod tail conversation in this tone. And then say, man, why you hit me in my genitals? <laughs> pod tail. We hit you in the genitals. Oh, oh my God. Send a tweet, oh man. Send a tweet. <laughs> I'm checking them out now. I'm checking them out now. Yep. Uh, Podtail is not in uh, English. How about that? We definitely could do that then. I don't even speak your language, but Podtail. They make sure you ain't hmm. booty. How do we know? Because they don't understand what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> If you have issues with okay. your podtail app, don't message the sideline junkies because we don't understand what the hell it's saying either. But we on it. <laughs> podtail. We make sure. You, I'm telling you, man, I, I got this. I got this. Oh, oh my God. Mm. We have a special guest, the president of Podtail on the sideline junkies. We can't understand him. Be- he doesn't speak English. Podtail. At least he was it, on the show. It's Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> oh, well, we definitely got some problems there. Come on, Potato. That's the whole. That's the whole interview right there. And, and and him kicking one of us through a table. That's it. Yep. And next thing you know, Corey Gray somehow pops up. Kid shots We're like Potato. <laughs> we just got kicked the hell out. <laughs> Send a tweet. We need to get up. We need to get get up with that, man. I'm telling you, we'll be exclusive to Podtail. Mm, I can't. I will make business cards so fast, man. You listen to why I'm on a tail. The tail? What do you mean? Podtail. <laughs> Every Saturday night, I'm on it, <laughs> making sure you ain't booby. <laughs> no boobies in this. Just tail. <laughs> <laughs> You, you want boobies? You go to them other podcasts. <laughs> we just deal with the tail. <laughs> uh, and once again, DJ never fails. Who's getting fined this time? I don't know, but it better be paid for by Pod Tail. Tell BJ. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him tonight. Hey man, um, yeah, you're gonna find us for this one. It kind of sort of went off the rails and then way off the rails. Yeah, man, we kind of talked about some booty. Oh, my God. No nipple cream in this one, though. Just straight booty. <laughs> Lil Wayne may be on this one. Like, he's like, hey, man, truffle. Like, no, man, we got time. It's too extreme, too extreme. We're not talking about any any type of butter, man. We're going to keep the butter on the bread, man. Sorry, Wayne. Can't can't do that. It's a podcast. It's a kid's show. It's a kid's show. We, we, we bend in the rules with the tail. We, we can't, no, keep the... Butter bread, man. Butter bread. Sorry, man. <laughs> Rap, you keep that rapper to yourself, Lil Wayne. Dang it. Oh, my God. Uh, no, Trina. No. Wait a minute. Wait, you do have a lot of tail. You could be on this. Okay. Come on. Come on, Trina. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. What come I wouldn't on. give to be in the studio with Trina. Yeah. Yeah. I would have I'm Genuine a... on the show. But Genuine, I just want to give you a high five because you went and married the tail and just made it disappear. It's like, God dang. What did. God dang, did that girl go away? Genuine just took her. Like like he 
kidnapped her or something. Like this, we call it SVU. He probably married the woman and she just disappeared. Shoot, Swiss Beats did the same thing. Like I got this. She'll still produce some songs, y'all, but you ain't gonna see as much as you used to. Like God dang, remember you used to see Alicia Keys all the time. She was everywhere. Suzette, somebody had a piano out. Well, we know who's gonna be doing the song on this one. Alicia Keys. Next thing, where the hell is Alicia at? She just popped up one time here, one time there, and just gone. And then he got her pregnant. I'm like, God dang, man. It's you. Swiss, really? Really? She was just starting to break out. And you just made it disappear. Pulled the dial on. Ghost. Well, well, you know, the one that Genuine made disappear, you know, she used to live down the street. They used to live right down in Fort no. Washington. God dang. Then once they got divorced, though, she, you know, she married uh, Professor Griff from Public Enemy. Public Enemy. Yeah. Were <laughs> you over that Public Enemy? Hey there, kitty pie. Shout out to Robin, Robin Harris. Shout out to Robin Harris, man. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. That, no, that was uh, that was John, John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. I'm sorry. Yeah, Pops. Yeah, shout out to Pops, man. Shout out to Pops. Shout out to Robin Harris. Anyway, goddamn it, baby's kid. Shout out Witherspoon too, man. Shoot. Shout out to Bernie Mac again for segueing us to Pod Tail. Bernie, <laughs> first episode that we exclusively were doing a, a commercial for Pod Tail. I'm shouting out Bernie Mac, the Mac Man, the reason why we got tail. Pod Tail. There's only one thing to oh, do yeah. now, man. Got to go to Chocolate City and save it and make sure all the booties is, is safe, secure. Away from DC sixty two, nobody else is getting all virally infected in DC because uh, DC without some chocolate tail is not DC. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm just, I'm not making that up. Really, it's really not DC. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. You know, you got the White House and all this chocolate tail around it. That's pretty much how the country was set up. Just think about that. Where's KRS one? <laughs> I need him to really break that down. White House. All this chocolate tail around it. Okay. I'm sure. Think about it. Think about it. The state <laughs> of the country and all the craziness is going on. We are by design set up that way. Well, are we going to continue this and broadcast from on, on YouTube from here? Or, or we just going oh, to. Yeah. We, we, we are having a, a podcast. Hey, let's talk about wrestling. Is there? <laughs> no, I can't do that. We can't. We can't objectify people, especially since, um, you know, a certain budget, uh, or shall we call her Zelina Vega? Just like one of my tweets talking about the posting that she did uh, on some cool things that she found at a store. She purchased at a store, and people were like, "Oh man, these like no fool. This is what this is." And she bought it from GameStop, and she liked it because I, oh, I know my product. So shout out to Zelina Vega for uh, shopping at GameStop. She would have my GameStop. She wouldn't have to pay for it. But, you know, that, that's, that's how we do it. Well, that's, <laughs> we're going home now. Yes, we are. We've gotten uh, the, the light. We've got to do our go-home segment. So we're both just going to double choke slam ourselves. Nope, you know, nope, nope. We're going to, you know, come off the ropes. You know, you're going to try to uh, give me a clothesline. I'm going to duck under, hit the ropes. You're going to hit the ropes again. I'm going to try to clothesline you. You're going to duck under. You're going to hit the ropes. And then bang, double Russian sickle. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten count out.
Mm, that'll do it. That's the finish. And we are your undisputed, unrivaled, <laughs> unmatched. You messing that that tweet, man. I'm telling you, man. We need to be sponsored. <laughs> Lovers of Podtail. Or just tail, period. Whoa, whoa, you trying to get us in trouble. We've been talking about Podtail. I'm not trying to get in trouble because you over here talking about tail tail. I'm talking about pod tail. That's where, well, hold on, that's where you can find the sideline junkies. I don't know what you've been talking about. Wait, 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 wait. I haven't been finding almost a year, so I'm all right. Okay, we go ahead and talk about your booty. That's okay. Nia Jax has an open invitation to be on Sideline Junkie sponsored by Pod Tail. And that, 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 now wait, hold on, wait. That's absolute truth. Naya, if you are listening, Lena, come join me. Come sit in the studio with me. And he says, bring your tail. By tail, we mean pod tail. <sighs> you know what? Let's go ahead and get up out of here. Yep, <laughs> we are. You get the band together, message me once you got everybody together, and I will jump on and help you save DC and save all the tail that's around the White House. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll do. We are the WrestleManiacs presented by the Sideline Junkie, sponsored by Anchor FM. Be <laughs> and we are out of here. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show ID, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.